Well, it's great because the police show up and you have that moment of real fear where it's like, oh, fuck. Unfortunately, this is the world that we live in because it's a huge commentary. Got a Christmas card from my grandmother. Um, it's the first time ever she's not included a check for fifteen dollars in it, and that's not. I'm not. Tr- it's not like a hacky joke. It's just the truth. Um, it's interesting. Her cards to me over the years have become more and more morose. Like this one. Oh, also, guess if uh, she packed it with sparkly dust. Oh, and also guess if um, I opened the card in the back of Kyle Bottom's car and got sparkle dust all over his back seat. (laughs) So yeah, the Christmas card she sent me. They always start off nice and then quickly descend into utter darkness. Okay, check this out. This is what she sent me this year. This is what it says. Dear Kevin, how are you? I'm well. But your aunt fell on December 6th and broke a bone in her hip um, and is, of course, in the hospital. Your uncle has been quite sick with arthritis and will need surgery on, on an infection and is better. And your other uncle has a very bad knee uh, and both your uncles have had pre-cancer surgery. Um, your one uncle on his cheek and your other on his lip. Anyway, hope things are well with you. Merry Christmas. Uh, talking about oof. So depressing. Also, one year my grandmother sent me for Christmas a picture of herself in a frame. <clears throat> anyway, today on the show I have two of my best friends. Jen and Sylvia Soska, they are movie directors. They wrote and directed a movie called American Mary, which I did the music for. Uh, I've done music for all their movies in some form or another. They also have a movie called Dead Hooker in a Trunk. They did a couple movies for the WWE. They write for Marvel. They have their own show called Elevator, which is on Netflix. Uh, and they're hilarious. And we've been close for like 10 years. So this is pretty exciting to have them on my show um, they were over because we were doing some music for a short film they're putting together. They're fucking awesome. They're talented. We collaborate a lot. Get into it. This is a hardcore band fronted by dogs. Oh my god. It's like hardcore jingle cats. Shut up. The, Are those the dogs? Yeah. I think the band, um, this band's called uh, Caninus. Do you like it? I just want to see a live show very badly right now, but I, I don't know if they do that. I think they retired. The dogs are pit bulls. I hope that they have a song about the pit bull band that people are trying to make happen. No dogs, no masters. That's the song. <laughs> oh, and this is... Are those dogs pitch shifted, or is that their natural dog voices? No, they're voices? just really good singers. They sound very real, like yeah. authentic. Yeah, I like they picked, that. They picked a style that there's also, yeah. Their logo is so metal because it always looks like a bunch of trees and shit. It looks like something trapped in the vines in Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. 
I feel like the music video for this should be just one of them shaking a cat in slow motion. Like, oh, high contrast black and white. Wow, do you think a cat would freak out listening to this? Like, if I turn this on at home, is my cat going to be like, oh, man, this is all about eating cats? I think your cat would love this band. He is, he is pretty hardcore. Hey, remember when I made your cat a uh, house? Yeah, that was when we both worked at a shoe store <laughs> together to pay the bills. It's a couple of Al Bundys. <laughs> Tell them about the, the coin game. The coin oh, game that you played. I would always ask, did you play the coin game and did you catch anyone? Sylvia and so. I were bad employees. Um, It was very slow. So while we did paperwork in the morning, we also amused ourselves with uh, some sweet sauce and some quarters. <laughs> because if you did anything lower than a quarter, people aren't going to stop and bend over to pick yeah, it up. You, yeah. They have to actually be enticed. People don't burn calories on a nickel. But then how could you punish them for the joy of finding change? You, you put the equal amount of sauce on one side, so by the time they pick it up, they touch something sticky, yeah. and then they drop it. Did you ever try it with a lower amount and get nobody? Like, is there a, a line in the sand of what you need to put down, like a quarter? Hey, listen. A loony, I would reach for a quarter. A quarter was a lot of money for me and Sylvia back in yeah. those days. Yeah, we, we took and it that, from the till. And, we, <laughs> and then we put it back in the till after of with course. sweet and sour sauce on That's it. That's why it was sticky. Yeah, we started with a dime, and I felt the dollar someone would keep it, even if it was sticky. So yeah. it felt like it was. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even factor that in. Yeah, that's true. You just lo- we just owe a dollar to yeah. Sterling if we did that. Well, if you found a twenty with blood on it, you'd take it, right? <laughs> I mean, in this economy, who's? G- oh no, I don't want to have that blood disease. Man, one time we were on tour with Marilyn Manson, and uh, the guitar player in Dime Anakin found a latex glove with two hundred dollars in it. <gasps> what? Where did That's that come something. from? I'd take it. I don't know. <laughs> we did take it. Good. Well, you know, maybe that was somebody's really cool wallet. They'd be like, yeah, I love Stephanie. She always keeps her money like just in that latex glove. Upper ass. That, <laughs> that could have been intended as an interesting tip. Like, That's come true. and find it. That's how I tip my doctor. I shove a wad of dollar bills in a glove up my ass. And leave it hidden for you to find. That's fun. That's I'm going to start paying people like that. <laughs> Yeah. You want your tip or what, doctor? (laughs) I can't think of a name for a doctor. I'm bad with names. We we named Dr. Grant after Dr. Grant in Jurassic Park. Because of Sam Neill. Because back in the day before Jurassic Park happened and everyone just thought he was Dr. Grant, which is what we named him after. He was Uh like one of the most hardcore horror actors. Yeah, uh, in the mouth of madness. Yeah. And then... I didn't even realize my family doctor's name was also Dr. Grant. So everybody was like, <laughs> it was so an important a detail to me because he's like that. what I saw him once in a while when I was sick. We're, it's bad for naming names. So we just like think about it for a long time. We're like, uh, oh, Jurassic Park's on. Yeah, Dr. Grant. We're watching Entourage. Okay, Billy Walsh. Oh, yeah. Nice. Beatrice Johnson. I never thought that name would work, and it did. It's like Beatrice. Like, you're beating off your Johnson. It's BJ. (laughs) Like, she's so self-aware. I think she's too smart for her own Funniest thing about that was calling it a Johnson. 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 (laughs) To bring that back. Well, there's a lot of words for dick. Yeah? That's a friendly one. That's a G-rated dick joke, Johnson. (laughs) You can be like, looking for Johnson, and kids are like, I don't know who Johnson is. Looking for Johnson sounds like a 90s movie with Meg Ryan in it. (laughs) (laughs) Where she wants to date a basketball coach. Uh, uh. 
<laughs> I wish that existed. You know what? We can make a 90s style right now. If she, Meg Ryan, if you'll have us. We'll oh, write man. It right now. What's Meg Ryan up to? Nothing. Meg Ryan's mom has a reserve for cats that she rescued after a production called Roar where they mistreated all the big cats. And then she was like, what are you going to do with all the cats? And they're like, I don't know. And she's like, no, we got to protect these cats. So I, I would. Meg Ryan, though. No, which one? Oh, no, she was the one married to Antonio Banderas, no? That's not Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan's from Wait. You Got Mail. Mail. I think she was married to Antonio Banderas. That's Melanie Griffith. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Wait a second. That was I'm the... sorry, Meg Ryan. I just want to be that was the plot of milk with money. Melanie Griffith. Oh, yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, I totally thought it. I got excited. I'm sorry. Holy. Meg, I don't know. Call self. <laughs> wow. Yeah. One time my mom was like, I made, I can't remember why, but I made fun of Meg Ryan. And then my mom was like, you guys look so shocked that I made fun of Meg Ryan. We're making I mean fun of Meg I'm, Ryan right now. I'm jesting. I mean, much respect to Meg Ryan, who's definitely listening. Uh, yeah. I, no, she's awesome. I would love to, I would love to do a movie with like all the actresses I watched in the nineties and just yeah. write something really funny. I think there's a really interesting opportunity. For Gina people. Davis. Right. Melanie Griffith. Sama Hayek. Weaver. Oh my god. There's so many actresses that just don't work. Diane Weist, she'd be awesome. Who's She's that? Awesome and everything. Diane Weist, she was uh, the mum in uh, in Beetlejuice. Susan. Either one, Edward Scissorhands, sorry. Oh yeah. Maureen, what was her name? The other one was Catherine O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara, also yeah, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Canadian. Home and Alone. On Schitt's Creek right now, if you haven't watched it, it's a Canadian show. Eugene Levy and his son yeah. write it. Yeah. It's really good. I haven't that watched Annie it. Murphy's very funny. Eddie Murphy is funny. Annie Murphy, but they're almost the same comedian. Eddie Murphy's sister. <laughs> I was going to say, when I was like nine, I made fun of Meg Ryan to my mom for some reason. My mom was like, I thought you liked Meg Ryan. I never said anything to insinuate that I was a Meg Ryan fan as a nine-year-old. What a weird thing for my mom to say. So so how could a nine-year-old not be a Meg Ryan fan? That's what she's thinking. She's thinking Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah, she's yeah, like, check. She's when like, Harry come on, Kevy. Check. We all know you love that orgasm scene in When Harry Met Sally. As a nine-year-old, you love that. You connect to that. Okay, did you see that as an underage person? Because I didn't. I didn't know what the fuck they were talking yeah. about. I was so confused. I still don't get it. <laughs> What about Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Do you remember oh, the big man. difference between watching it as a child and then watching it as an adult? And it's yep. all about like extortion and murder <laughs> and, and alcoholism. I didn't. I thought yeah. I remember when he said, uh, "Didn't you used to be Eddie Valiant? I heard you change your name to Jack Daniels." And all I thought was Jack Daniels is the coolest name in the world. Yeah, I, I think, think there's even a booze named after him. That's cool. <laughs> Must be where it started. I think you want a drink. That movie for real scared the shit out of me because Christopher Lloyd was terrifying, and oh when his God. eyes fell out, Ugh. come on! When he killed that shoe, which was clearly illegal. Oh, so sad. Sylph's never watched it. It's the most graphic she's thing I've ever seen. She's never seen it. Every time she's turned away, and she always says respectfully, "Jen, tell me when it's over." Really? Yeah, I've seen that Cannibal scene? Holocaust. You know what? It's like a real life. Tur- it's like a cartoon shoe turtle for me. I well, you hate turtles, so that's why I, you. I can't look at turtles anymore. I wish I never watched it. You know what movie I can't watch like that for some reason? What? <laughs> Planes, trains, and automobiles. Why? Why? Because oh. yes, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the devil scene, the skeleton driving. devil what? scene. Oh yeah, we've been friends a long time. I definitely told you about this. Obviously, that is the only scary part perceivable in planes, hey, trains, that and automobiles. Made no sense to my small child brain. How old are you? I don't know. Too young for that shit. What about Large Marge? And oh yeah, it scared me too. Claymation, that get out of here. Awful. Have you yep. rewatched it? Uh, that's the movie I've seen more than any movie. 
Wow. You know, it's a Pee-wee's perfect big adventure. score still. Yeah, yeah on Rotten Pee-wee. Tomatoes, yeah. 100%. Danny Elfman's first uh, major scoring job. Cassandra Peterson is in it as herself. That's right. I say you let me have him first. They'll they'll laugh at him because he has no dick. Just kidding. It's so surreal, too. He definitely has a dick. The camera work in it. It was such a weird, dreamy movie. Yeah, I love that movie, The Breakfast Machine. Oh, so cool. Remember where he had his bike tied up and that (laughs) that clown thing? Oh, God, that scared (laughs) the shit out of me, too. When he came back and it was like, oh, God. That was like the worst. That, but they captured that kind of real fear of like that's a little kid fear, right? Yeah. I always wanted to do an alien abduction movie that was all first person, you know, with the yeah. with them doing experiments on you and shit. Because you know the scariest thing is people that have actually been abducted, and when they yeah. talk about it, oh my god, I just like shit out my guts. <laughs> <laughs> but I always, and I hate to say it, I think to myself, oh, thank you, Jesus, that I'm not one of those people who are fucking taken by the aliens every once in a while and come back with fucking weird pieces missing. Man, I got abducted and they just put me right back. They're like, fuck this guy. Look how weird he is. What are we going to learn from this piece of shit? That's what they said. I remember every minute of it. How scary would a movie like that be? For, you know, everyone that doesn't have to go through it. Uh, I mean, everybody has their own fears and phobias. Some people are like, demonic only works for them. Some mm-hmm. people, it has to be like a real serial killer that existed. Like, a lot of people, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, just the idea yeah. scared the shit out of them. Yeah, I like that because it didn't straight up give give it up. Like, it mm-hmm. didn't show you, it wasn't too graphic that way. I let you think about it. And I think that movie scared me when I saw it too. And I saw it when I was like 17, like def- <laughs> definitely too old to be scared by it. But I think what was scariest about it was it felt real because everyone's fuck ugly in it. You know what I mean? And then when they remade it, everyone's good looking and now I don't care. Yeah, you know, that used to be a trend and I think it's going to change. Like in the 1950s, everyone looked so fucking like plastic perfect. And then the 60s and 70s came and it was people again and then it Mm -hmm. just started going back. I think hopefully we're going to go into, oh, let's have people who look like people. Let's have Mm -hmm. music that sounds like people, you know? Yeah, I really, I miss, I mean, it's not that I miss it. It was before my time, but like when the Omen and those kind of movies were coming out, horror horror was taken as seriously as like dramas. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was respected as an art form because you had like Stanley Kubrick doing, you yeah. know, he'd do like a thriller and then, you know, and then he'd do, you know, a horror film. Mm-hmm. And so it was taken seriously as any movie. And I guess the 80s kind of ruined it, huh? It made it hard for you guys. <laughs> you know, I think it was Silence of the Lambs is the last horror movie that right. was every respecter. Because yeah. when people give me that shitty, oh, I don't like horror movies, I'm like, do you like The Exorcist? Do you like Silence of the Lambs? Yeah. Do you like Jaws? And every rational person's like, yeah, those are great movies. I'm like, well, those are horror movies, bitch. <laughs> Absolutely. And 28 Days Later, I think, kind of oh, yeah. brought it back in a yeah. way. Because what a unique take, especially since I don't think... Danny Boyle who directed I don't think he really likes horror movies mm-hmm. so what a perfect mm-hmm. thing to to do is have that guy make a horror movie he would like you know oh what I mean oh my god I love him that's one of my favorite movies me but- too and Killian Murphy is so oh, amazing so and I didn't know who he was I like the bum out ending more I love the bum out ending okay and speaking of bum out endings that got changed get, uh, there was two movie horror movies nominated for Oscars this morning Get Get Out yeah and The Shape of oh, Water yeah. so to, I think that's gonna change the trends a lot too too, because they're like, wow, that's that's really fucking interesting, mm-hmm. isn't it? I, I hope I hope Jordan Peele wins. Me I too. love him so much. Apparently, but, he ugly cried. 
Oh, did he? Morning, I saw. Yeah. I was. I was of course stalkering his at Twitter, being like, "So good." He's for one of my you, heroes. Man. Oh, us too. Fucking yeah. good for you, Jordan Peele. Yeah. yeah. But it, I, it, there's also an interesting statistic that he's like only the the flip, fifth uh, black person to ever be nominated for best director, and the woman who's uh, directed for Lady Bird, she was the first, a fifth woman to be wow. nominated in the category. And I was like, that's really interesting. But it's like seventy what year? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, man, I hope he wins. I just loved Get Out so much. What a unique take. I mean, it's kind of like 28 Days Later that way. Yeah. Uh, I would have preferred the original ending. Yeah. The original ending uh, is on the DVD or Blu-ray for those of you who haven't seen it. And mm-hmm. you can uh, just pause this, go watch it now, <laughs> because I'm about to spoil it for you. Well, let's uh, just do audio commentary over it now and they can just keep this going. <laughs> so anyway, it's so, a total bum out. Well, it's great because the police show up and you have that moment of real fear where yeah. it's like, oh, fuck. Unfortunately, this is the world that we live in because it's a huge commentary. That ending of the film sum- sums up the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But instead, it was and still- respectfully so, it ends like a Key and Peele sketch. And I, I would have liked the-, the serious ending because mm-hmm. I thought that was what the film was about. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. It did end like a Key and Peele sketch. But it, you know, it was it was Which isn't a different. Which is bad because I fucking love. Yeah, me too. You know, they're both they're both good. It depends. It it comes out with you come out with a different different parts of the same story, right? Yeah. Hey, happy ending, sad ending. Yeah. It's it's up to you. I I prefer sad ending, just like Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. There's a there's a song at the end of it called "Don't Feed the Plants." Mm-hmm. Sums up the entire fucking play because it ends on a sad note. It's not. It's not in the movie. Yeah, it took me years before I knew Seymour and Audrey died. I was like, "What?" Because they were selfish and greedy. The plant ate her and then him. Oh, whoa! The plant. The planet. The plant was greed. Oh fuck! Did you know that um, the script for Seven was sent to Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman with the ending that we know, but they the studio didn't want that ending. And then when Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman saw that the head in the box ending, they were like, well, we're only doing this movie if that's in there. Uh, And then the studio freaked out and we're like, fine. It's the (laughs) best. It's one of the best endings to any movie. It's so anti-studio. What a piece of shit it would have been without that ending. How is it going to end? A happy ending. Yeah. That's such bullshit. Because because that wouldn't have solidified the seventh sin. So what the fuck like that it, it, then it's not a masterpiece it's yeah that he wins no matter what it's yeah. it's perfect and i love that it didn't say um um i forgot his name right now who's the actor that played kevin spacey yeah it yeah. didn't say his name in the opening credits and that was his call yeah that's cool i like that i like when yeah. they don't tell you everything sometimes when you watch these movies you know every little part and you're like no yeah. what am i surprised to see like why not be interesting yeah here's the press release these 16 guys are in it like oh cool yeah yeah exactly what about that new oceans 8 movie it's coming out i've never seen an oceans movie really nope they're like they're a good time the first one's good time yeah i bet it is i bet yeah. it is i don't know there's some I get around to, some I don't as much. Yeah, I'm just not the audience. Can you imagine me? I mean, with all the horror movies in the world, settling yeah. in for a... You think I'd settle in for a George I think Clooney because movie? You ki- but you like From Dust Till Dawn, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's a Tarantino Rodriguez yeah. film. That's that's maybe my favorite horror movie ever. Yeah. Pourquoi? Because it, it was a game changer for me because the beginning of it had nothing to do with the end. And that's so cool. Wow, like, you're right. That because, is ballsy. And then it, it was obviously a passion project by Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez, and it was 
predicated upon working together over their friendship. And so you could tell, like, one thing I love about Quentin Tarantino is every movie he does, you can tell he wanted to make it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's quality. It's going to be quality, you know? And and that's no exception. And he acted in it. And I love, I just love seeing I, him act. He's so good in that scene, especially the scene in the motel. Yeah. Oh, and the camera work. With Juliette Lewis? Yeah. yeah. So she's good. badass in it, too. Oh. That's my favorite Tarantino performance. I think he was... And my sex close tie to uh, Four Rooms, the man oh, from Hollywood. Yeah. You're forgetting the rapist in Grindhouse. He was amazing. His <laughs> yuck melts off. But in yeah. The Man from Hollywood, there is this one long sequence shot where he remembers all that dialogue and he's saying it into camera, into this guy, and it's he hasn't acted, you know, a yeah. lot before. And to pull off a performance and lines and everything like that mm-hmm. as seamlessly without fucking up the shot. Mm-hmm. Very hard to do, very impressive. So I always thought that was badass. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so this band is called Poly Six. They are a Japanese band, <gasps> and they are obsessed I'm with the band Devo. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Their aesthetic is amazing. That's that's actually children and not the band, but you'll see the band in a second. But do you like that they're not actually even pretending to play the instruments? Yeah, that's pretty much it. This is what I do in the studio. I just wave my fingers above a keyboard. Now, what was is the... this the band or just a cartoon version of them again? They're actual cartoons. Cool. When you guys did, um, what was that band you had? Titan in... Go King. Yeah, you already knew what I was gonna say. High, High tension. tension girl. High tension girl. Yeah. That is such an epic song. How did you find out about them to put them in Dead Hooker? We uh, looked online for uh, punk rock Japanese. Right. And we just kept listening to songs until we found High Tension Girl, and we're like, what the fuck is you this? You typed in punk rock Japanese, and a picture of my mom showed up? <laughs> I love your mom. I love my mom, too. It's funny, the last episode of this, I also, my mom came up, and Sophie Buttle, the guest, was like, I love your mom. So that's two for two. Wow. <laughs> She's very Go popular. Go mom. She's very popular. <laughs> Moms are awesome. Moms are pretty good, yeah. 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 I, I don't know. This is like, feels like it's down your alley. Like, I actually wrote this down to show you guys. I love this. <laughs> I love this a lot. Well, growing up in Vancouver, it's such an international place, so you hear so many different things, and you kind of want to have that... Your films reflect that, so it's a little more different. Yeah. They have, like, Japanese female slash right now on. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) I like that dance move. We were talking earlier about how... Oh, this part's good. Oh, my God. The meowing part. There's cats. Done. I'm glad you bookmarked this to show me. (laughs) You're going to have to send me this link afterwards. You got it. I just want to go to Japan one day and never come back. What happened to the twins? Uh, they went to Japan and were respected, and they just never came back. They had a wasabi overdose. <laughs> I'm surprised you guys haven't been there. I'm, we're hoping to be shooting there this winter. Yeah. yeah. We're going to be potentially uh, adapting a Japanese novel. A manga. Manga, yeah. Very excited. How hentai is it? <laughs> you know what the cool thing is? You know how in North America they're like, oh, don't put too much gore in it. Mm-hmm. They don't care. They like it because we're, we make gory movies. They're like, yeah, because the whatever the thing is about yeah. rips people to shreds. What was that hamster movies? 
what were those things? That anthology of those really graphic movies and Charlie Sheen thought they were real. Oh, oh guinea pig. Guinea pig movies. Hey, totally FBI. Did you know how fucked up it is? Guinea pig has now been re-released in North American version and it's not like even remotely as hardcore before. Part of the beauty of a film like Guinea Pig is it was supposed to seem like a snuff film. You yeah. don't talk about it. You don't just be like, look at this film. It's not supposed to be glossy. You're not supposed to know who's starring in it. Yeah. Why did Charlie Sheen have it? He was probably like, he must- hey, I wanted some snuff footage. This isn't even real. That's why he called the FBI. <laughs> This snuff is just this girl's eyeball being taken out Ugh, for an hour. How am I supposed boring. to masturbate to this? I'm throwing a party for my friends. <laughs> <I'm> th- <laughs> I believe the story was that these guys worked on, like, uh, what are they? Soap opera Soap guys. Soap opera guys, yeah. yeah. And they were oh. bored shitless. So they're like, let's do something cool. <laughs> so they did. And they did. And Charlie Sheen was bored by it. <laughs> Called the FBI. He's like, I'm looking at 10 bored prostitutes right now. <laughs> You call this snuff footage? How am I supposed to jerk off to this? I know. I thought there was going to be some guinea pig in this. <laughs> now what am I going to put up my ass? He looks at Richard Gere. You know, that's how I accidentally saw the movie Donkey Punch, because I thought it was just some crazy porn. I'm like, Donkey Punch, what the fuck is this? And it yeah. turned out to be a really good horror movie. It's a good found footage. It's got some good kills in it. It's I like found footage. Kills. I like, I'm like one of the only people that likes the VCR movies. <laughs> I VHS. Seen the th- or sorry, yeah, VHS. I haven't seen the third one yet, though. They uh, all have good stuff in it. They yeah. all have good stuff in it. The but, second one has one of my favorite ones ever. One, uh, Safe Haven. Yeah. The, the third one. one. Oh yeah. That one oh, that was sweet. That was amazing. I think uh, yeah. Timo made that. I think so. Yeah. It was so badass. So yeah. badass. What was it like um, being asked to do the ABCs of Death too? Oh, it was really exciting. We wanted to do the first one, and they did that open call for tea. And we were mm-hmm. like, T is for torture porn. We yeah. got this. It's going to be a tentacle rape monster. Mm-hmm. And then we saw a T is for toilet and it was claymation. I was like, fuck. Well, they probably definitely want claymation in there. So <laughs> even your producer brain is just like, well, they don't have a claymation one yeah, yet. Yeah, you got to have a claymation They're going to pick a tentacle rape monster over that beautiful toilet <laughs> eating a little boy. Like that's, I don't. <laughs> so we, when we, when we met Anta at uh, Fantastic Fest, we asked him about it. And he's mm-hmm. like, you guys would be in this? I'm like, yeah, I'd totally be in that. that- we didn't think you would have done it. Oh. You don't even know. There's a lot of things that I would do. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, well, and we had two different versions for the song mm-hmm. in that. Like, So ours was a, supposed to be like this weird manga kind of anime thing. And we had you make this really puffy like ABC song. Mm-hmm. And it made the, uh, you know, the whole tentacle rape like more kind of funny, kind of like Sailor Moon. Like we weren't taking yeah. it too seriously. And then I remember our, our note was like, can you make this more like graphic and upsetting I'm like <laughs> I guess I mean that's how I oh I, I don't even know if I can mention his name because he works on so many respectable films we should call him Mr. J. Yeah, Mr. J had to, while he was uh, overseas visiting his mom for Christmas, he was making jizz fly out of the ass uh, for the, the effect. I won't say much about his mom, but she's Catholic and it would have been frowned on um, during Christmas, at was, very least. I was thinking it was almost worse than like your son catching porn. What are you doing while well, they're doing Creating this? Creating porn. There's this tentacle rape thing, but it's about feminism. And anyway, I got, they didn't think it was realistic enough. So I'm making the tentacle go inside the butt. Hey, um, remember when you guys saw me bump into Erica Badu? <gasps> that, I felt.
felt so unworthy because I was like, <laughs> of all the people that deserve to be here and experience, what a warm, amazing woman she is. I became yeah. a, a huge fan of yeah. hers, having seen her. She fucking lost her shit over your tattoo. I know. I, I real because I have a tattoo of her, and, and it's I beautiful. Got, thank you. I had gotten it finished the day before that. I know it was kismet. It was really weird, actually. Yeah. And, well, and remember, because it's really weird because. I was waiting for you guys, and so a thing I did while I was waiting for you, this is in L.A., Yeah, mm-hmm. is I went into a t-shirt store, and I looked around, and I talked to the person behind the counter, and then I left, and then I went and met you guys, mm-hmm. and then like an hour later, we were walking past there, and then, Jen, you were like, oh, let's go in here, and I was like, I don't want to go in there, I was just in there. <laughs> I just talked to the person there. It would be weird if we go in. And then you're like, no, I want to buy that thing. Let's just go in there. And so I was like, okay. So we walk in and Erica Badu standing there. And I was like, hey, Erica. And she, and she was like, yeah. And I realized like, uh-oh, this could actually go really bad. <laughs> I never thought about that. I didn't think it was bad. I thought you actually knew each other because you started talking right, quite warmly like, right away. Yeah. And I, was, I thought I was like, oh, this is yeah, I don't know who the fuck she was at first. No clue. And I was like, oh, this hot chick knows Kevy. Amazing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then I started looking. I was like, that's so weird because we'd just been talking about the tattoo as well. Mm-hmm. And then I remember we went across the street for a comic book store. And then we saw each other again. And then it was just like, oh, hey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember she she and I grabbed hands and like jumped around in a circle. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember it was a joyous experience. That was at meltdown, and I remember I could see Chris Hardwick standing there. He's a comedian <laughs> and he owns that store. And there was remember there was a Sailor Moon exhibition in there. Yes, that, we're that all going to a Sailor Moon art show. <laughs> so we bumped into Erica Badu there again. Because she was there too at the Sailor Moon art show. She's cool. She has shit. good taste. When are we getting a live action Sailor Moon? Oh, but like a serious one. Who would play uh, Sailor Moon? You told me Emma Stone. Yeah, you told me Emma Stone. Ooh. But for me, mm-hmm. it was, Ooh. right? Mm hmm. Good age also. She has a great attitude. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? She can carry her own series and, and she, she should be. And she's charismatic and she's funny. Mm-hmm. And she's also a great role model. Like she's super feminist. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Andrew uh, Garfield, when she was dating him for a hot minute, he said something condescending to a little kid when he asked about like how he Spider-Man made his costume. And on that panel, she called him out on it. Wow. And I was, I just had to be like, wow, queen, you're, you called out your snotty boyfriend. And it wasn't even like a big thing, like a hugely yeah. seen thing. To that thing. little five-year-old, yeah, it was yeah. because he thought he was talking to Spider-Man. Yeah, but she didn't do it because she was going to get like some attention. She just did it like, don't fucking say that kind of shitty stuff in front front of me Good. <laughs> um, mine was Anna Ferris because oh, I think yeah. she's so funny and she's she hilarious could, she could do Serena like that like the crying the meatball head like um the house bunny like that's exactly Serena but less sexual you know and I thought she would be so good how about Ryan Gosling as Tuxedo Mask <laughs> balls in your court Ryan balls in your court I know you're listening how funny could that be if you did it right, though? But everybody had to take it super, super seriously. Like, he just throws down a rose. Everything stops. It doesn't work unless you take it seriously. You can't be like Ben Affleck on SNL laughing your way through or Jimmy Falloning your way through. You have to take it seriously. <laughs> Man, everybody's getting called out on this podcast. You hear that, Affleck? He sounds so similar. Everyone thinks is going to think it's me. <laughs> How dare They're you like, say that, Sylvia? Sylvia, stop talking to shit. So that's so rude. Ben Affleck is a you. wonderful Batman. And he loves you. Affleck is a huge Soskas fan. <laughs> I, hope so. I hope so. He's great in Gone Girl. 
I love Gone Girl. I love Gone Girl. It scared me because I know people like that. Yeah. It scared the shit out of me. I was glad it was being addressed. Yeah. What shocked me is that some people didn't realize Ben Affleck was also a piece of shit. They're like, this poor guy. And I'm like, well, he was like fucking around on her and like doing the same shit. Like he was not like a pure soul. That woman Mm. saw and went insane. You know, what was sort of interesting about that movie is when when I, because I go to movies like that by myself because I don't want anyone to ruin them for me. (laughs) You know what I mean? There's nothing worse than going with a shitty person to a movie. Like someone who asks questions, maybe it's not revealed yet. Yeah. Watch the the film. (laughs) Well, I did go, I did go, Jen, me, and uh, two shitty people went with us, but only one shitty person ruined the movie after. She's like, yeah, that girl was a terrible actress. I couldn't get into the movie. I was like, Dude. Oh, she's an amazing actress. Are you, are you actress. fucking kidding me right now? All three of us were like, are you fucking kidding? Wow. But yeah, what I was going to say is like, um, I like, I'll suspend disbelief. And I also like going to the theater because I like the whole experience. But I remember I went and saw the new Jurassic Park movie with a friend. And the whole time he was like, oh, pff, pff, oh, fake. It's like, I'm sorry, is this dinosaur movie not realistic enough for you? Like, shut the fuck up. It's Going into human centipede, yeah, you're gonna see fucking recreated dinosaurs. Nut up, get yeah. ready for it. Like, can't we just enjoy this piece of shit together? Like, sh- I'm sorry, is your dinosaur movie better than this? <laughs> is it? Yeah. Oh fuck. I, think- I feel that way too. You know what? I, I've always wanted to start a film review start uh, site called Film Reviews by Filmmakers, mm-hmm. and you're only you have to have made a film, an actual film, not right. like a shot this one. Like, like you need to have marketed, distributed, mm-hmm. went through full, the whole experience, everything to your film to be, and, and you have to be invited by us because we know you're not a douche. Mm-hmm. And you review films. Like if I was to review Suicide Squad, my only thing would be too much studio interference. Totally, and it's a fair review. Yeah. yeah. It's a fair review. It's not shitting on anybody's hard job. Like, everybody who knew the process, that that was not the process that it should have been, and that's why when it went to the finish line, the yeah. product looked as it did. Was yeah. Jared Leto a shitty joker? I don't know. I was. He had, like, no performance time in <laughs> there at all. Why would you take him out? There was one scene where they didn't cut him, and remember when he sat in that guy's lap and he kissed him? I was like, finally the joker. Okay, yeah. cool. Can I see more of that? Done. Mm-hmm. We're done. That would have been an interesting thing to see. And, you know, he was like, okay, well, I go on to fucking do better than Heath, obviously, because that's yeah. the elephant in the room. Yeah. He didn't even get... Wh- where is his performance? He didn't get a chance. Who cuts the Joker out? Yeah. And now they're already planning to recast him. That's nice. They are? Yeah, because they're doing another Joker movie, and it looks like it might be Leonardo DiCaprio or something. They're like, wow, you really blew that eight <laughs> seconds of screen time you had. <laughs> You know what? I bet uh, it's because Jared Leto wouldn't pr- play ball in the press. And when Suicide Squad came out, you might remember him being like, fuck the studio. You cut my part to oh, shreds. Shit. You destroyed the film. You should have let the director have his edit. There was a lot of weird drama around that movie. Remember when, uh, is it Diane Wood? Is that the guys that called them out for stealing their style? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of hate there. Yeah, there's. It was just a I mean, really. It was a very. A, that. They might a, have a point. They by did the way. exactly, but it was a very feudy movie. I yeah. thought it was strangely everything was strangely handled on that project. Yeah, because the trailer was incredible. Oh yeah, it was cut. Kind of, but every song from the '90s was in there too. I'm sorry, yeah. it was Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen, and right. that's maybe one of the single most empowering ballads ever. I don't yeah. think you can put ugly footage to a Queen song, that's true. can you? I don't think so. And you know what I call this? It's the Zack Snyder, like, uh, nostalgia effect. When you Mm -hmm. just put amazing music over Mm -hmm. meh footage, 
And Suicide Squad's a beautiful example of that. How many classic rock songs were in there? Right. Like, it was everything. The, and it still there's didn't There's like work. an Eminem song. There's a Rolling Stones song. It was yeah. the, the... What was the budget? But, um, you know what, though? Like, I knew... I, I even said to you guys, I was like, this movie's gonna suck. And I'm gonna tell you why. <laughs> it's a movie called Suicide Squad, and it's PG. You're already <sighs> fucked. You know what I mean? You're already fucked. And I knew they weren't going to be, I knew they weren't going to have any killing in it. Like, I've complained to you guys about this so many times. It's like. You know, you're right, though. I always forget about that. Because I was like, why is this not art? Did you not want the Deadpool billion dollars? It's, it's just yeah. for grownups who want to feel like grownups watching a grown-up movie. Yeah. But now the Harley Quinn movie they're making will be R, and it's because Deadpool, I guess, set, set the trend for that, right? So thank goodness that happened, because I know, you, like, I liked that Logan Good movie. Good for him for finishing first. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, <laughs> ju- just at least it was graphic, you yeah. know? Because, like, like I said, it's, like, it's kind of silly if it's like a PG superhero movie. It's like a bunch of people with weapons not using them on bad mm-hmm. guys. Yeah, it's kind of like my problem with the Punisher movie where he's playing guitar and singing songs oh, and hanging Netflix the Netflix show? one and he's not shooting bad guys. I thought he'd be killing Italian mobsters yeah. the whole time. That's why I watched that. They be- went the wrong direction. They went military and PTSD. Like, yeah. I don't want to watch Crying Men when I'm watching the Punisher. I'm sorry. What I want to watch is one guy who's huge and scary yeah. killing the people that everyone just sits there and like why doesn't someone kill that asshole? He's yeah. never done anything good in his life. One episode, just killing pedophiles. Finally, oh, I'd feel so oh, good. I'd I feel good about myself. So much closure that I could get. There's a great comic where he's he's <laughs> sitting there as like cute girl, 14, and he's just like typing to pedophiles, like, come meet me here. Oh, I want to see that Frank Castle. That's so badass. Oh my God. And everyone can get behind that. Left, right, who gives a shit? I love when people kill pedophiles. Oh. <laughs> it's good. Everyone can agree with it. Same with same with Nazis too. Like that's why it's always yeah. zombie Nazis and whatnot. Yeah, they're fun to murder also. <laughs> well, I guess it's gone into a gray area too now with the punching Nazis. So is it is it okay? <gasps> you guys know I love baby metal. Okay, you already know can about this. Can we go to one, a baby huh? metal show? I, I went to one in LA. <gasps> and it was funny cuz when I looked around at that show, it was just sort of people who were in cool bands just sort of stand there taking notes like oh this is actually really cool <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> you know that they I be um, friends with them I think the members it's the three members the girls I think they trade out with younger girls when they get to a certain age like it's totally like a company this band oh wow. yeah that's amazing mm. I want to work with baby metal. It was funny because I went to this show with my friend. She's a singer named Lady Hawk, and she's like an indie rock musician. And um, and I just oh, and Zoe Bell was there also. Oh. <laughs> and they're both from New Zealand, I think. Oh. Right? Yeah. 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 I love Zoe Bell. Me too. If I ever met her, I think I'd just start crying. Thank you for Kill Bill. <laughs> <laughs> We were um, we were talking earlier before we started about how Slash is like too good for this world. Oh yeah, I would say he's the nicest guy ever. I say don't meet your heroes unless they're Slash. Go ahead and meet him. But yeah, probably nobody else. Like per capita of success, he's definitely so the most humble. humblest person I've ever met. Yeah. I watched him talk to your dad about your dad's guitar 
for like 15 minutes. Well, also- what an awesome guy. <laughs> That's so cool. Well, my dad's learning some uh, GNR and uh, Jen asked slash about the chords and then he was asking, oh, well, how's, how's your dad's playing going? And she's like, oh, it's okay. And he's like, don't sass your father. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and I shan't. You're like, sorry, no, Slash. No, Slash is the coolest fucking guy. We connected over American Mary. He watched it and he loved it and he yeah. sought us out and Obviously, he's like a legend, but also he's the nicest human being you'll ever yeah. meet. I remember when uh, when you, were, you guys were kind enough to introduce me to him at his show. He was he was like he was talking to me, and then he was like, "You play guitar?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Man, my calluses are like really hurting." And it's like such a like sort of elementary guitar player thing to be talking about. And I was like, "You wrote Sweet Child of Mine." <laughs> yeah, and then when he. Man, that was the coolest what he said to me. Remember that? Oh, yeah, because American Mary is one of his favorite. Like, this is Slash that came to meet us because he loved American Mary so much, and he loved the soundtrack. He said it was one of his favorite soundtracks. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you did the music to American Mary? And I was like, yeah, some of it. And then he was like, I feel starstruck right now. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Slash. He is so fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah, we actually were in the theater with him when we watched uh, See No Evil 2. And, you know, from his reaction, anytime someone's like, that movie sucks, which is, it's our no- most popular movie, actually. The movie does not suck. It, I, I love that movie. It stars Kai, goddammit. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. It doesn't suck, it swallows. I think yeah. people don't get it, though, because we, like, swapped around the genders, and it was also so super self-aware. Like, once Katie's shirt opens, she never closes it. That is stupid, <laughs> but that's entirely intentional. Like, when you yeah. see her running away like an idiot down the, like, you have to know we yeah, know yeah. we're taking a, taking a piss on it. Yeah, yeah. I remember watching that and being like, you don't like it? Watch an 80s horror movie, man. Yeah. That's what this is based on. Yeah. I'm sorry. And if you're already watching it or re-watching it, uh, when the, there's a scene where somebody climbs on top of Jacob Goodnight's dead body, look to see if the corpse is smiling, because it wasn't every take. <laughs> <laughs> I want to show you this cool video. You, you appreciate horror culture. This is this rapper, Tyler, the creator. I think I've shown you him before. Oh, I like him. This but is great cinematography. His videos, he, he said he just really makes music so he can make the videos. And he directed his first big video, which kind of made his career, which was called Yonkers. He just basically hired a lighting and a camera guy, and then they made this beautiful video. But, um, and he, he was 17 when he did that, and wow. it was huge. But this is his newest one. It's with this other rapper, ASAP Rocky. And they're kind of like the West and East Coast versions of each other in some ways. Nice. So this is their first real collaboration, I guess. This is awesome. Yeah. But he's really into like, like he designs all his own clothing. Like he's really into horror culture is what I'm saying. This is an incredible sequence shot that we're watching right now. Like as a filmmaker, this is very show-offy. No Mm. cuts yet in the entire video. Yeah. Just a tracking shot. Really designed well. The color of his clothes, which is turquoise, is the same as the mailbox as soon as he comes out. It's like, it's very smartly designed. Like hearing you guys talk about The production designer art direction is perfect. Yeah. Okay, first cut. That was amazing. That was amazing. You can tell he's a filmmaker because there's fancy like bird's eye lens here. Like yeah. he's very aware of well, the he, information in the shot and how he's stylizing. He grew up in skate culture, skateboarding culture, and like the fisheye lens is very much a part of filming uh, those kind of some videos. Some American Mary shit, man. Yeah, yeah. Because of uh, the the GoPro, the GoPro comes fisheye. 
Oh, there's a beautiful medical horror sequence right now. Kind of looks like one of your movies, huh? It's a, I think, horror aesthetic. Oh, he's wearing someone else's face. It's so good. Oh, I love this. That's fucked. Yeah. I thought you'd like this video. Oh, and he's wearing his scrub still. The aesthetic is hot. I like it. Mm -hmm. Boys. It's fucking creepy, too. The cool thing about his group, they're called Odd Future. Yeah. Is um, it's been it was totally word of mouth. Like really? they were just a bunch of skateboarders, and they were like, they were like black kids that listen to Slipknot and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they started putting on these shows, and they were like punk concerts, you know, not really rap concerts. Like there's moshing, and then he'd skateboard on stage and stuff. And li- like that guy's the merch guy, Hi. and he's always in their videos and stuff. And they have merch with his face on this it. This face thing is creeping me out. It's cool, right? It's cool. It's mm-hmm. good effects. I wonder who did it. I don't know. Maybe Todd. Yeah. yeah, Todd Masters is awesome. I don't know if he, how many music videos he does. We should bring him on one of ours. We should. That one we were talking about. That'd be cool. I've been. How long have we been friends and we've been talking about this music I know. video? I know. <laughs> you guys are in one of my videos. Yeah. At this point, we should be making one an album for you. I'm I know, sorry. It's true. No, we're you're way totally behind. Right. We're way behind. You're totally right. This is beautiful. <laughs> What are those trees, Jen? Sakura trees, cherry cherry blossom trees, just a bunch of homies chilling. <laughs> Beautifully composed shot. It might be him uh, four times, I think. Yeah, it is. I didn't want to assume. <laughs> <laughs> You're not that racist. No, I'm just not that oh, racist. That was the last shot. That was a really pretty. Wow. It's cool, right? He's very aware of his style and his design. That's super. That's just that's just using your brains. Yeah, I don't have one of those. So that's going to be a problem. It's okay. We'll put all three of ours together and okay, get a quarter we have of a one brain. brain at that point. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting because he doesn't pull any punches. It's kind of like how we were talking about Bill Burr today. Mm-hmm. I love that you guys love Bill Burr. I but love Bill Burr. He doesn't. He doesn't water down anything. No, um, we were. It was funny. We were talking about gold digging whores, and literally, you were, and then we were like. Do you like Bill Burr? I'm like, yeah, yeah. And we, we just kept talking about it. You're like, you should probably listen to this. Yeah. And then you yelled, there's an epidemic of gold digging whores and no one talks about it. You yelled that outside today. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Talking <laughs> about horse people. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. And it's true. There are, there are those. Well, there is an epi- Well, I spent a lot of time in Los Angeles, which is hugely different from coming from Vancouver, uh, Canada. Uh, sure. Yeah, well, I just, you know, um, I didn't have allowance with Jen. My dad owned his own business since we were kids. So if yeah. you wanted money or something, you worked for it. Is there a mm-hmm. shift for something? Mm-hmm. So I'm used to that. But some people think uh, success is sexually transmitted. Mm-hmm. And when you're around people who have a, uh, a lot of success, uh, they think like, oh, maybe I'll fuck this guy without a condom and then I'm set for life. Right. And it's like, it's a very, it's creepy. It's creepy as hell. That's you- what I think. And it has not worked out for me. <laughs> Well, you know, Junior was a fantasy, but could yeah. you imagine? It's actually called M-Preg when it, a dude becomes <laughs> pregnant, and it can happen. It's usually in... Fan fiction. Yeah, fan fiction. Yeah. That's where that happens. That's where I live. Hey, kids, if you don't know what fan fiction is, name in your favorite fandom and write fan fiction, NC18. And if you're over 18, go to Rule 34. Do the same experiment. I think there's one about me and Matt Webb. There's, I, there oh, are a couple. Oh, my God. 
There's a couple. Because I was like, I'm just going to find a really funny one and read it to you. And I didn't know. I started Too reading graphic? it and it was, it was so disgusting. No, it was really... It's told from a fan's point of view. Yeah, it just... And, and the, <laughs> the fan... Yeah, it was just Like in gross. a closet watching us? Kind no, of no. She was in her room and you guys came in, but she's like underage and I was like, this oh. is gross. Yeah, it's, a, it's a threesome. It's a threesome. Yeah, it was a threesome. Yeah, I couldn't get farther than the first paragraph. It was too gross. The, the grossest part was how like fan needy it is. Yeah. Like how like she you're she's being recognized as the as the, <laughs> be validating you the whole time. This is the least sexual thing I've ever Hello, hello so and so. I've we've realized we've done the math and we've realized you are the number one fan, so we've come here to we've fuck come here you. To <laughs> fuck each other in front You're of ruining you. this. Like this is this is your own masturbatory yeah, thing. Why are you putting it even requests. on the internet? <laughs> you choose the positions. Well, you know, they talk about a lot about like uh guys being creepy to girls, but they don't really talk about how girls can be creepy at back. Like there's oh, no, yeah. yeah, there's it's like it's a weird mixed uh kind of uh mm-hmm. sexism where you're like, Oh well, one gender's perfect, one's not. No, no, there's fucked up people everywhere. I get sexually assaulted at every show I play. Oh by men and women of all ages. Oh. And it's never taken seriously if it's no, a guy. It's because it's ha ha oh are you afraid she's gonna do something no but I do feel violated that someone can just freely grab my cock and not only does nobody care it's hilarious I know and they masquerade like that's feminism I assaulted someone so we got one up on them what the fuck are you what team are you on yeah who's tallying up the points on this by the way oh god and they don't even realize it (laughs) it's so creepy it's crazy people um, I don't think people are self aware enough I don't think they uh, Mm -hmm. sit with themselves and think of their thoughts and then react to those thoughts and hopefully a sane way way and, yeah. if they, and if it isn't saying maybe realize like maybe I should work on this yeah yeah, yeah. people should just think more yeah about anything fan fiction <laughs> <laughs> my favorite documentary ever I think you guys have seen it is Overnight Oh, oh man! I love it. It's I love the Troy it so Duffy much. story. I love it way more than Boondock Saints. Troy, du- it should come packaged with Boondock Saints <laughs> because it should be, and also a cautionary tale. Yeah, now, like when you are such a piece of shit that piece of shit <laughs> Harvey Weinstein is like, you know what? I'm not working with you. <laughs> you sir, yeah, you are rude, sir. You are full of yourself. How dare you? I can't believe it. Can you imagine? I know. <laughs> no, I have a line and you have crossed it. It's impressive to be that unlikable. Wow. That is, you know what? That's an accomplishment. You know, and mm-hmm. it, some people are here just to teach us lessons and how horrible they are. You're like, ooh, and you learn a little bit about yourself being like, wow. If anyone is not aware of what Overnight is, uh, it's a story about Troy Duffy, who made Boondock Saints, uh, the director, who got like the dream that every filmmaker dreams of, the biggest producer in the world, Harvey Weinstein, you know, joke doesn't age well, walks in and says, you know what, I love your script, I'm buying it, I'm buying this bar that you work in, mm-hmm. and you're made. And you're your band made- is signed to Maverick, Madonna's label. Yep, and you're All done. at once. All at once. Happy, good for you. And this is how Joey Duffy fucked it up. In like two weeks. Wow. Like that, that's awful. Okay. I have one more video to show you guys. All right. I'm excited. This is a song called Slapshot Rock. Is Nicholas Stern related to Howard? I don't think so. But. He dresses like HBK. I'm sold. Is this karaoke or a real band? I can't tell. 
I need a lot of. I have a lot of questions about this There's video. There's a lot of production value. This guy. Well, this I'd guy. hire him. But do you think it's filmed for a, like a access cable access TV show or something like? Oh, so you want your video to be higher quality than this? Okay, I- <laughs> Mr. Superstar. Okay, Not what I meant, okay. Self. <laughs> but I will tell you that this video has seven thousand views, and those may be all me because. Wow. It like, feels like an audition piece right now. Yeah. It feels like a, like yeah. a, an America's Got Talent. What? Well, what is ACTV? That's where you need to start. Oh, yeah. I couldn't even read that before. I'm surprised he's not taking his clothes off because it really has that energy to it. That's what I'm saying. He kind of looks like a gay biker. But I also kind of think he's uh, maybe a bit of a ladies' man. Although last week I showed this to Sophie and she was like, that guy's not attractive. And I don't know what she means because he has a nice, clear jawline. Mm -hmm. He's clearly in shape. I like his jacket. Maybe she's just picky. That's what I'm thinking. Do you guys think he's attractive? Um, (laughs) He puts out that hangs out at elementary schools vibe. Okay. So automatically it's his energy for me. But that's just fashion from the 80s. Do you think this is the 80s? It, isn't it? Or the early 90s, maybe. It could be like Man Bites Dog. It could just be made to look old. Wow, and it's uploaded March 2006. Yeah. On the 20th. Look, I'm getting clues everywhere. What? What is this? There's a stool in the background, too, which suggests to me that some people used a stool for their performance. Yeah, like someone else besides him that yeah. opened for him. Maybe Trickman Terry uh, is the judge who let this star go, and he's always re- re- regretted it. And now maybe. he puts the video up to live past oh. the performance. Why would you solo. have the camera angle there with like a, there's a bar that divides oh. the screen behind which he stands? So there's one camera angle we keep cutting to that's useless. I don't know if you guys or I am ready for this guitar solo that you're about to hear. So much pelvic motion they're cutting out by putting it above the waist. The thumbs up, he gave you a thumbs up. He let you and then he showed you the mic and then flipped it. This is how people would have thought Channing Tatum should perform when they're like, yeah, and he's a stripper. Yeah, this guy's the original Channing Tatum. You guys like this guitar solo? I don't know how they got Slash for this. <laughs> you know, he's giving it us all. I think he's doing awesome. Yeah, I like him Good too. For him. I emailed him. Did you? He did not respond. That's too bad. Um, Was your uh, email complimentary yeah, as it should have been? Yeah, I'm a big fan. I told you, all the views in this video are me, I think. Two two thumbs down. Bullshit. I just have a lot of questions for him, you know? Mm-hmm. Why this isn't viral, I don't, I don't, makes me not understand the internet. Yeah. Make Nicholas Stern famous, and uh, you can subscribe to Trickmentary. He's got 12 people. Mm-hmm. Tell him, tell, him, tell him Kevy and the Twins sent you. <laughs> and we got some questions about Slapshot Rock. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if he'd be available for an interview. I think on like a follow-up. In your next six movies. I need to know how old he is. How can I cast him? I mean, this could be from any time capsule, couldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The beginning of time, maybe. <laughs> well, yeah. Or outside of time. This could be an Outer Limits. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Or a Doctor Who. Or a Black Mirror episode where this goes viral. Yeah. <laughs> His video goes viral, and that's the whole twist of the whole episode. Well, if it was a new season of um, Black Mirror, he would be alive only in this video, right? Because it's all about century, like that's what brilliant. makes us human. So we'd be, and he'd be like, keep watching. And that's why you're so too attracted to it, because you could kind of feel him screaming for help. That show, you, 
we've all discussed this, used this term for years, Soul Puncher. Oh, it's yeah. good. I love it. It's my favorite show. Well, it starts with that pig episode, and you're just you like, You guys what? showed it to me. It was just too... Oh, I'm so I was happy. hooked. You had me at pig fucking. You know some people skip that episode. It's the, one of the best ones. You know what? I, I only think... I, I like the older ones better. I like all of them, but I, it's... Did you guys not, not like the Star Trek one? I thought the new ones... Um, just because I'm not a scientist, but even there are parts in my logic where, like, mm, I don't really know, <laughs> really? like, how that's going to be possible to happen. Like, you're, if you were a robot, you're not going to have the same feelings and needs a human does because it's like, yeah. well, I don't need one? to. Be. Yeah. Well, all of them kind of had that, like, yeah. oh, I miss this. And I'm like, no, you're just a copy of a memory. I mean, we, how did you reproduce? Produce like existence yeah. and like your human needs. Yeah. I thought it was cool, but it was also the only uh, only a uh, Black Mirror where like the cast says "fuck you" to the bad guy like six times. I'm like, come on, you guys, <laughs> this is always like such a downer. And I was like, yeah. I, you know what? It was yeah. just happier for me. Crocodile, I loved. I was like, yeah. this is the level of them. I just want to come out, just like being yeah. upset the next day. When they're like, "What's wrong with you?" And you're like, "I watched Black Mirror last." You know night. what? Um, I just read this. Uh, it was an article on. It ranked all the episodes. Yeah, that one was ranked the worst one. What? I know. I can't believe it either. It's because it's you know it's too true. It's like watching like uh, Ricky Gervais is like Derek, where they're in a uh, senior's home. Like most of it's depressing, but it's realistic. <laughs> it's what's what what happy thing do you think is going to yeah, happen? Yeah. Right? Which one was the best one? I would say my favorite one is a million merits, mm-hmm. so fifteen million merits, and that's the one where the actor from Get Out came from oh he's great and uh there was an episode that Sylvan and i actually watched in two parts it was the one with the bees and i remember when we first watching oh, yeah. we we're like this is the stupidest f- what are metal bees so stupid and then by oh, the end the one with the the like clone robot that uh no the, the one with all the bees that uh eventually went after everyone that used this one hashtag on the twitter oh, site yeah. and it burrowed into the brains of everyone that was like hateful and saying this person sh- anyone that's said die for whatever yeah they just got killed and i would have loved it because if i lived in that reality everyone would be like jen self the bees are coming oh my god why are they coming because of all that hateful shit i was saying i was like yeah oh sorry oh, they're, so they're just coming for those people yeah okay cool just yeah I'm okay sorry with that. could yeah. you imagine the housing crisis would be awesome in this city <laughs> done done we could just squat wherever we wanted <laughs> yeah um Thanks for being on my show, guys. Thank you for having us. Yeah, we got to do some voice replacement stuff, don't we? Yeah, I don't know when this is out, but uh, the thing we're working on is very The secret project that comes out on Valentine's Day. There we go. This will be out before then. Nice, Kevy. Thank you for having us. Hope you liked Caninus. I want to put that in a movie now. When it happens, you know why. You guys can be like their Coachella where they reform just to be in your movie. I'd be about it. Yeah. Okay, thanks very much, guys. I did some research on our homeboy, our gift from God, our little sweet little moon melon drop, Nicholas Stern. And after reading uh, a few things about him, uh, I don't think I want him on this show anymore. Okay. I read, this is, this, is a, this is from a press release. Uh, that a guy on the internet got is this guy works at like uh, a music sort of um, publicity website and he said that he used to get fake press releases from Nicholas Stern about him hitting on female cops getting thrown out of the mall 
and uh, just some general debauchery that I, I don't know that I want in, in my in my studio. Okay, I will, however, I continue to support Nicholas Stern. I think he's a talent that people need to hear, so I will continue to do so. I will continue to promote his three songs I found online. Most importantly, the hit single, Slapshot Rock. Anyway, thank you to Jen and Sylvia Soska. Uh, they're sweet babies. They're the best. Uh, we got some cool things coming out, so keep an eye on them. And, uh, yeah, next week, Ivan Decker. Yeah. Jazz Daddy himself. So keep listening. Thank you very much, everybody. Bye. Bye.